Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right, guys, welcome back to probably a podcast, which is, I don't want to say a somber episode, but it low-key kind of is because this is the last time that you'll hear from me forever. Just fucking kidding. You're never getting rid of me. You are not going to hear from me for four short, tiny, tiny little weeks because uh, me and producer Courtney, we need a motherfucking break. Okay. We need a break. We've been working. We've been twerking. We've been, um, we've been out here. We've been out here grinding and we've been fighting the good fight. I'm so pleased with everything that we've done in the past Wait, okay, I'm gonna have to get fact-checked by producer Courtney. So I signed with Dear Media and I was just telling her, I was like, the adrenaline's high, we're fucking pumped. But basically like you have to put one out every week, right? And it's like a, me, a corporate girly. It's like you have to like ask them for time off, you know, because it's a real job. So you have to be like, hey, I would love to take this month off and I have to ask in like January. So if I want more time off, I have to ask in September because, you know, I I signed a contract for putting out an allotted amount of episodes a year. So I get a little time off. So anyways, um, just very excited because we've literally had this plan since January um, and it's just going to be nice. It's going to be a little refresher. Um, so I'm not going through like a full like rebrand for the next season that comes out. And honestly, we only just call them seasons because we do take a little break. Mostly they're just like episode numbers, right? So this is episode number 60. Exciting, fun. But one thing you guys always ask me, and I'm about to talk about my parents a lot because I'm going to like talk about St. Lucia and stuff, but um, y'all always are like, when will your parents come on the podcast? So it's important to note that this is episode 60 because I'm holding my parents to this one time forever ago. I thought like my parents would love nothing more than to come on my podcast and like um, live their best lives and get all the shining accolades that come along with that. But indeed, I was not correct. They actually were like, we would literally rather do anything else but that. Plus, back when the podcast was like full on nothing but like sex, 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 whenever me and Mary Carla had a podcast, which honestly, like a thriving time in my life. And we still be talking about the bump and grind here, but we just, you know, do it a little less. And um, anyways, I think my parents are like jaded by that. And now I've told them like, listen, I didn't do a full call or daddy rebrand where she talked about the gluck, like 4000 and then went on to like, you know, emotional, like stress and like, I, don't, I feel like she talks about like really like deep, meaningful things now. Um, but all I'm saying is I think my parents still kind of like, you know, thinking that kind of level. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like you could just come on. It's fun. I'm like, you could even listen to the podcast now if you want. Because when I first put the podcast out, I was like, don't listen to it. And my mom's like, why? And I'm like, because <laughs> I talk about jizz in places that you don't need to know about it. She's like, okay. Um, 
but yeah, so I asked my parents forever ago to come I, again. I was like, Hey, like, can y'all be on an episode? And my parents said, which again, I'm going to hold them to this. My mom was like for the hundredth episode, we'll come on. And I was like, like I would literally love that that would be amazing so um TBD if they still agree to it I could see my dad being like yeah no but also me and Anna Grace were talking about this and I think it'd be funny if we would have to just like tell them we were like recording but not really and then to show their like true authentic self we'd have to have producer Courtney just go ahead and start rolling the camera and then like we would I would just talk to my parents for like 30 minutes and then I'm like okay we're starting and then be like gotcha we've been recording for 30 minutes because they really are just comedic gold like they are so funny without trying to be funny every day of my life I try to be funny you know what I mean like everything I do I'm trying to convince someone I'm funny they just are my favorite people in life are people that are just actually funny without trying Taylor's actually one of those people she's like really funny without trying um and yeah my parents are just really they're they're fucking hilarious so hopefully I can get them on the podcast but that was like a very very asked question um when I talked about this you know break we're taking and then coming back whatever like I said not a full rebrand you know the cover photo is gonna stay the same there have been a lot of requests for an introduction song uh, people say that it's jarring when the podcast starts and part of me wants to say fuck you we're not doing an intro but another part of me is like well actually maybe it'd be cool if we had a little bit of music a little twang a little introduction before I start that that could be fun so we'll see TBD but mostly we're just taking a fucking break um yeah so anyways um St. Lucia with my parents let's dive in also by the way this should be noted I have not got any phone calls from the FBI and or a specials victim unit so I don't think or the DEA so I don't think that um those letters that I sent did include any anthrax or bomb related materials i think that they might have just gotten to her kids and all was well so just wanted to give a brief update because a lot of people were like i have to know like what you literally sent those letters i was like yeah of course i did i'm a nice lady so um she's a good man savannah um what is that from do you know what that's from the uh, producer courtney he's a good man savannah i just always see it on tiktok and stuff I yeah okay we're gonna google that I don't but I just like I find myself wanting to say that all the time gals on the go say it sometimes and it like really cracks me up okay anyway so I go to St. Lucia with my family it is amazing and it's like the number one destination for honeymooners have you ever been to St. Lucia by the way producer Courtney shaking her head no she travels a lot I didn't know so like it's a number number one destination for honeymooners so I had a lot of people reach out and be like oh my god like I'm honeymooning here I'd love to hear about it whatever 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 so we had the literal best time ever and I'll deep dive on our trip but I just kind of want to preface and say that um I loved it so so much and going with my parents was amazing and James being there was awesome the resort was iconic it wasn't like sponsored or anything I fucking paid for it obviously it was my parents Christmas gift but um, I'll talk about all that, but I just want to like preface and say as good of a time as I had, I'm not entirely sure I would like go back and not in a bad way. I just think it's one of those things where I saw it, it was beautiful. It wasn't the easiest place to get to as far as like distance and whatever, but like now I'd kind of want to explore other places. So I do like to note that like places like Italy or Cape Town, those are the kind of places that when I went to, I was like, oh my god i cannot wait to go back like i can't wait to go back and do this 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 this, this. whereas saint lucia i think once you go once um i had a fabulous time and i think i i don't foresee myself really going again unless there was like a cool opportunity like a trip or i don't know like a friend's party or something maybe wedding i don't know but like i do like to preface that i don't think that i would be like 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 just excited to go back which our actual our our taxi driver who was super super sweet from the resort christian he was literally like salt of the earth guy he said in the car he's like you know you coming back to saint lucia like do you guys love it and of course me and my parents were like yeah we love it 
it, which we did, but I don't know if we'd be back. And he said, I always tell everyone the same thing. If you don't come back to St. Lucia, if you came and enjoyed it, but you don't think you'll come back, all I can ask is that you tell other people about St. Lucia and that you in, like, you know, incline other people to come to St. Lucia, which I would absolutely do. And I think that's such a good way to look at things, right? Like you don't have to, you know, their whole country relies on heavily on tourism right as you're driving through the streets you see that it's like absolutely not a very bustling rich community whatsoever so it's just these resorts for these honeymooners these vacationers a lot of British people a lot of Americans a lot of Australians and so actually I don't know if it was a lot of Australians I think he said a lot of German people come there too but I think it's really important to like obviously go and support them so I really liked his outlook on it that he was like you know just tell other people about it so you guys should totally go to St. Lucia let me tell you something that you need to know before you go to St. Lucia actually I wanted to call my friend Remy because I know she gets really really car sick and I almost messaged her being like I'm not entirely sure that you should ever go to St. Lucia because one thing you should know which I got so many DMs about this so 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 many being like Oh my God, the drive-in, the drive-in was terrible. Like, oh, just be warned, like bring Dramamine, bring like nausea medicine. And I was like, okay, I told my mom, I didn't tell my dad or James cause I didn't want to like mentally mess with their heads. But I told my mom, I was like, have you been like, cause my mom also researched where we were going and like looked it up. She goes, oh yeah, I see that everywhere on everyone's like guides. Like the, the roads are so windy. It's one of the most, again, our taxi driver was a wealth of knowledge. And he told us so much. I don't even think he was a taxi driver, just like the driver from the resort to the airport um christian was telling us that it is the most mountainous um island it is the second most mountainous island in the entire world so obviously very 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 windy and um yeah so the way there i told my mom i was like i think everyone's just psyching us out i don't get like car sick i don't get uh motion sickness on boats i can't uh use my phone when i'm in the car otherwise sometimes i get sick but i was like i'll put my phone down i think we'll be good so the ride in christian was amazing he drove slow he was you know i think that was really helpful that we were in like a nice big van um then one time when we went to the boat day we got another driver who was nice great same van but he just was like going so fast you guys, I literally thought I was going to blow chunks. Like I, w and I don't get nausea, nauseous. So like if you are someone that gets car sick, you need to like heavily prepare with that for St. Lucia because it is windy, windy. They're called hairpin turns where they're literally in the shape of like a bobby pin. That's how tight the turns are. So it was, it was something I really had to like keep looking up at the sky and like mentally be like, you're not sick. Don't think about it. Like think about something else. And I couldn't even check the time on my phone because that's the thing with nausea. If you like look down, you get more sick. So anyways, that is definitely something that I feel like a lot of people will tell you if you're going to St. Lucia, but you know, if you're thinking about going somewhere for your honeymoon and you want to go like on excursions, like it definitely limited, we were like going to go to this mud bath thing and all of us decided to not do it because we were like, one, we loved our resort. It was amazing. It's called Tikai, T-I space K-A-Y-E, Tikai Resort. It was awesome, wonderful, so secluded and beautiful, beautiful. The staff was amazing. Can't say enough great things about it, but um, we were about like most resorts, about an hour away from anything and and we were like, yeah, so let's, um, let's forego the old mud bath situation because we were like an hour there and an hour back on the windy roads. We're just not sure it's worth the mud bath. Um, let's just chill. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to note that because I feel like on this finance travel podcast, we should always be very, um, open and honest about things that we experienced. So yeah, don't, uh, don't do it if you get car sick at all whatsoever. So we drove in, um, we kind of just like chilled there in the sense that the resort was just so amazing. We kind of just were able to, we had our own little villas. Um, obviously as you guys know, mosquitoes, motherfucking heaven, like 
I just don't, I don't know. And I, I, um, was told by James that I, that I might be letting mosquitoes like really get the better of me. And I was like, are you fucking serious? You don't get bit by mosquitoes like I do. He's like, no, I think you do let it like ruin your whole like day though. And I'm like, okay, I need to get better about that because it is what it is. Right? Like I wear bug spray. My mom brought a bunch of bug spray, all this stuff. Like at the end of the day, I will wear long sleeves and long pants, which by the way, in a tropical country, I will be still sleeping in that to ensure I don't get bit. I will still get bit sometimes through the clothes. And then most of the time I will just get absolutely ravished on my hands and my face because that's like the only thing exposed. And of course everyone has these tricks, like take garlic pills. Like everyone messages me all these really nice, helpful things to do, but like they just don't fucking work. You know what I mean? Like they just don't work. So I get bit. I have literally, they're actually kind of going down now, but I have like six bites on my face, which is just like, like that's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Like to have six mosquito bites on your face. Oh, 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 oh. And by the way, we were sleeping with a mosquito net. The resort had a mosquito net on every bed. So that just goes to show that like there is something I've done in my life that I am being punished for. One, like Anna Grace said, with canker sores. And two, just like with absolute being just rampaged by mosquitoes. Okay. They're just fucking me. So I've told y'all that I'm trying to save money recently. I am trying to be better about it. Okay. But the cold hard facts are that I am simply always going to be buying food things for my new house and just straight up like everyday items like deodorant or toothpaste, right? Like I need these things. I've got to have those things. Also, also maybe a little treat for myself every once in a while. Okay. Sue me. But the trick that I've been using lately is Ibotta because you get cash back on all these things that you were already going to buy anyways. It's like free money. And with inflation right now, I think we can all agree that something as simple as uploading your receipt when you get back home from shopping is an easy enough task when doing that means that you get the money to spend and use towards something fun. The average Ibotta user gets up to $120 a year and just straight up cash back from shopping. That's a flight somewhere or a fancy steak dinner that you won't feel so guilty about. And it's just so easy. That's the thing about Ibotta. They give you real cash back, not all these point situations that other apps do. Real money, the green stuff that we know and love. You can put it in your bank account, PayPal, gift cards, whatever. But it's money, not points. Places that I use Ibotta the most are Sephora, you know, I'm a makeup queen, Lowe's for stuff for my house, Best Buy for my business expenses, and so many more. And right now, Ibotta is offering my listeners $5 just by trying Ibotta by using the code PROBABLY when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the free Ibotta app and use code PROBABLY. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code PROBABLY. Oh, I wanted to bring up how I thought this was so funny. Um, my parents, so I got a bunch of DMs whenever I took a video of them when we were walking through the airport. Everyone's like, oh my God, stop. Like, how cute are they dressed up? And I was like, oh yeah, I guess I never really noticed that. Like why, my dad is in, my dad's a very casual person. Like the man is always in like a, a Corona swimsuit and like a tank top, right? Like he's just like, he can dress up sure if we're going somewhere nice, but like he doesn't choose to dress up unless he has to because we're going somewhere nice. So I was like, funny, he is in khaki pants, a nice belt, like nice dress shoes and a button down polo, long sleeve button down polo. I'm like, Look very snazzy. My mom's very snazzy. I think it's a little different for girls and guys because my mom is just someone like me who just like genuinely just like likes to look nice and cute. So, but I was like, why is my dad so dressed up? So I said something to my mom. I was like, everyone is loving y'all's airport fits. And she was like, well, honey, our generation does that. And I forget that. Like, they really do think we are scum, not my parents, but like their generation thinks we are literally like scum of the earth for not dressing up to the airport. Like, the generation 
our generation wears like now I always try to dress like cozy cute you know what I mean like I'm not wearing hello kitty pajama pants looking like I'm about to fight someone in PE class like that won't run the mile we all know that girl in high school I've talked about her before she's like she's like the opposite if you're on a spectrum horse girl and then there's the girl that wears the cookie monster or hello kitty like pajama pants to school like mouths off to the coach says she's not running the mile and then like tries to pick a fight with someone and like it, you know what I mean is always like digging in her purse for like a body spray or something and like absolutely not wanting to do anything in PE class so those are the spectrums and I don't dress like that at the airport but I definitely like you know I have a little two-piece matching sweat set on I think it's a very cute thing we do but we forget that their generation wouldn't get on a plane without being like well, and my mom always says, this. I don't know if it's Southern of her, but she's always like, you never know who you'll sit beside on an airplane. And I'm like, I am almost positive I won't because I fly Southwest and they don't fucking let you know who you sit beside because they don't have a sign seat. So that is correct. But I also, sorry, I just like really, Southwest will never sponsor this podcast because I have nothing but terrible things to say about Southwest. And Nashville's a hub for Southwest, but I think it's the Greyhound bus of the sky. Like get fucking nicer airplanes, give us a fucking outlet beside our seats and give us a goddamn seat assignment okay because it is so frustrating and it takes so long okay I'm off my tangent I'm off my soapbox I just it's so annoying southwest but um yeah I just thought it was really cute and made me think wow older people do really dress up for the airport and other random things so um where the fuck was I oh we uh get, we get to the resort we're chilling it's great and then we get our little cabins I get ravished by mosquitoes it's fine I'm trying to not let it like ruin my time while I'm there I'm trying to just like saw and be like it is what it is if I get bit it's not the end of the world okay but we had a boat day oh so many people wanted to know about Bud Light my dad's like a psycho about koozies he will bring a koozie with him to any public establishment literally ever so of course on vacation he had like four or five with him and um because the beer he was drinking was a piton it's like their local beer um that he like had it in a koozie but it's blue so everyone's like he found bud light i was like no he did not find bud light he drank piton beer which he said was okay he said it was like kind of heavy which i was like okay i'm not a big beer drinker myself so i was just like all right dad but no i did not find bud light i thought about filling an entire suitcase up with bud light and then taking it to the airport and surprising him but i just thought i just feel like with all the things that happened to me in my life even though it would have been great for content if something terrible would have happened i just only foresee horrible things happening in that situation the producer recording's not in your head yes because after the conversation we had on the podcast the other day where i was like yeah this lady just handed me a card she's like why do these things happen to you and i was like i don't know courtney i don't know so like i can only imagine what would have happened had i put literally four like 24 cans of Bud Light into a checked luggage. I was going to put like towels around it and stuff, but you know what I mean? That's just some shit that would go absolutely haywire on my part. So we didn't. I didn't do that. So he just drank Piton beer. But, um, and I had like a bunch of frozen cocktails. I just feel like if you're laying on a beach, God, what did my mom say? She would just be so embarrassed if I said this. My mom said, I was like, mm, should I just get some rose? I drank a lot of rose on this trip because they, oh, they didn't have tequila at the resort or they did, but it was like, mm, not so great. So I was like, just very heavy on the rosé and then very heavy on some like frozen cocktails. But one day we were on the beach and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want something so heavy like that. Like maybe I'll just do a glass of rosé. And my mom said, and I quote, and she's like so like classy. And like, that's what I, I, that is what I do worry about if she came on the podcast. I feel like she'd be all like, well, and be all like prim and proper. And I'm like, let your freak flag show, girly. Sharon Kay, come on, uh, pop your pussy. So she's never going to come on the podcast. But um, so I... I said, she, I said to her, like, I think I'm just going to get a glass of rosé. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't really want something so heavy on the beach. And she said, and I quote, you don't have a hair in your ass if you don't get a pina colada sitting on a beach. And I was like, I 
cannot argue with that. I simply have absolutely no response to that other than I'll take two pina coladas, sir. That's my response to that. Okay. I'll take two pina coladas, sir. So, um, yeah, that was fantastic. I slurped down about 65 of those bad boys immediately. No questions asked. Um, we were able to find, this is something interesting about my dad. Um, I just like, don't think he would care back in the day. He would have cared. My mom might care that I'm saying this, but we're just going to do it. Cause I don't even think they listen to the podcast. My dad loves a little Rifa, right? He loves a Mary Jane. So, um, when we get there naturally, obviously my dad's not going to fucking travel with weed so um when we get there and he's not he doesn't like edibles he's not he he's just good old-fashioned you know like a joint so anyways we get to the resort and he's like all right now we gotta find a little uh we gotta find a little smoky smoky plug you know what i'm saying and i was like dad i was like don't worry the plugs find us like it will happen what what the fuck do we do i sit down in my chair and this like the local guys that are like trying to sell things to you on the beach and stuff he's like hey 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 come here come here come here and i was like no problem. Me just like whoop, 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 walked over in my little thong bikini. I'm like, hi. He's like, my name's Charlie. Um, I would love to show you these souvenirs I have for sale. I'm like, Charlie, we're here for three days. I'll buy souvenirs from you, but not today. But I'm looking out for you, man. I'll come back. He's like, all right. And as I'm leaving, he's like, and some ganja. Do you need ganja? And I and I go, Charlie, boy, do I have the man for you. And I walk over to my dad, which this was like, I, this made me feel really cool because I literally, we had just gotten to the beach. My dad had just said something about needing to find weed. Like, by the way, he doesn't need to. He just was like, haha, you know, a little vacation, a little weed. And so um, he had literally just said it to me. And so I loved literally as a daughter who just loves nothing more than making her parents proud. I loved going back and being like, dad found the plug. And he's like, what? My dad is not British. <laughs> Why did I do that? My dad is not British. Um, he did not say what. He said, hell right, you did. No, how? That quick. And I was like, Charlie over there, he's selling souvenirs. That's what I'll tell you on the front end. But on the back end, he said he had a little bit of ganja. And he was like, my man. So naturally, we both go over there. My mom's like, oh, Vic, I just, because my mom is like totally like honestly disapproving. <laughs> like she, she lets him do him, but like she's not going to not bitch at him for it. So she's like, oh, Vic, we've been on the beach for two seconds. And he's like, oh, we're on vacation. So we go and we walk over to Charlie. He's like, hey, Charlie. And he's like, would you like to look at my seashells? My dad's like, I'd look to look at something else that you might have available. And he's like, uh, he's like, okay, okay, man. Yeah. Uh, God, what did he try to sell it? He tried to sell us one. He's like pre-rolls. I'm like, yeah, perfect pre-rolls. He tried to sell my dad two pre-rolls for 30. No, sorry. Two pre-rolls for $50. So $25 a pre-roll. My dad was like, absolutely not. I don't know much about weed, but I was like, they're absolutely not. Okay. No. And so my dad's like, no. And then I just spat out a number, which I don't even know if this was probably good, but I was like, we'll do two for 20. And actually Charlie immediately said yes. So I can only imagine they're actually worth like $5 because he was like, yes. And I was like, wow. Okay. I should have probably undercut that a little bit more, but you know what? We're trying to help out the locals here. So, uh, we get the two pre-rolls, which he tells my dad is proper Bob Marley weed. Like it's, my dad, like kept repeating it. He kept being like, this is proper, proper Bob Marley weed. And I'm like, like, okay, dad, like relax. So, um, I mean, it was fine. It was good weed, but, uh, we, yeah, we, he, we get that from him and 
Uh, my mom buys a birdhouse. So there's just two very different ends of the spectrum here. Like my mom is buying a birdhouse made out of coconuts. My dad is buying like pre-rolls from a guy named Charlie on the beach. So that's like my family dynamic at literally all fucking times. We're just all over the map. Okay. So I, uh, I do have to mention this other really great thing that happened. So my dad, I was honestly a little scared of smoked weed. I don't ever like being like out of control. I don't like feeling like uh, I've done too much, whatever. But my dad was like, happy to you know volunteer his tribute so he's smoking a little bit of the blunt whatever we go to the pool um I don't even know what you call it blunt joint it looked like a joint it was like kind of skinny so we go to the pool and um the beach was really crowded so we walked up to the pool to like just chill grab some drinks and some food and they had like a beautiful pool overlooking the water whatever so we're standing there there's no music playing um not in a bad way I just mean like the resort didn't have any music pumping through the pool or whatever it's just relaxing you listen to the ocean waves crash you listen to like the birds chirping whatever and I'm watching my dad and I'm seeing him and he's kind of and if you're listening to this and not watching it he starts like moving his shoulders to a pretty specific like beat and I'm like what is he doing? And my mom's looking at him like, what are you doing? And then my mom goes, Vic, are you, are you dancing to the beat of that leaf blower over there? <laughs> and, my, and then I all of a sudden realized that there's a leaf blower going like, rrr, 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 obviously because he's fucking blowing leaves, right? And my dad just like, uh, 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 like moving his fucking shoulders and body to the beat of the leaf blower. And I go, dad, how high are you? And he goes, I'm feeling pretty good. And I was like, is this a good song? He goes, one of my favorites. Like he's literally dancing to the beat of the leap blower. And that is a level of high that I think we can only uh, all hope to achieve one day. Really, truly. That just feels like a good time. You know what I mean? He didn't seem paranoid. He didn't seem upset. He was just, the man was just driving to the, uh, the beat of a leap blower. And I like that for him. I really do. I really, actually, I love that for him. I really do. It me, your favorite grocery store hater. I am simply just not trying to be in a crowded grocery store, inevitably buying loads and loads of food that I don't need and will end up using. So I've been using Factor to get fresh, never frozen, ready to eat meals delivered right to my door. I mean, legit in like less than two minutes, y'all, they're heated up and ready to devour. And here's the thing. Honestly, no matter what your lifestyle is, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. They've got keto. They got calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and for bulking season, baby, Factor also has protein plus meals on the menu each week. And you'll already know those are James' favorites, obviously. These meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long because you're actually eating good, clean, healthy food. But it's just so much more convenient. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout from restaurants, which I'm trying to stay away from this year, it's restaurant quality. One of my favorite things about Factor's chef-prepared meals is that they actually show you who the chef is that made the meal. Like there's a little photo and bio about them on the packaging. It's so cool to me. And it makes you feel like the chef just came to your house to make this. They've also got great add-ons and snacks like quick bites, smoothies, juices, and a ton more that you can add. You can also add protein to a vegan or veggie dish. If you're trying to switch it up, the options are honestly endless. Factor is just making it so easy to eat in and eat clean for less. And you already know that I hooked it up with a discount for y'all. Get America's number one ready to eat meal kit and start saving time eating well and living your best year ever. Head to factor75.com slash probably 60 and use code probably 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code probably 60 at factor75.com slash probably 60 to get 60% off your first box. You're welcome. 
overall, I think it was just a very relaxing. My mom said it best too. She was like, I loved this trip because you didn't feel like you needed a vacation from your vacation, which those are also always fun trips. But you know, those trips where you just did so much, you saw so much, you were do, uh, and you're just like, you get back and you're like, holy shit, I need a vacation. I need a couple of days off before I return to work from my vacation kind of vibe. This just wasn't that like we, I came back feeling rested and happy and whatever. We did a boat day one of the days, which was super fun. Um, went out there, saw like the pitons, whatever. It was just really, really iconic. My mom took some absolutely fire content. Um, I posted some like really honestly, just like straight up sexual photos of me and James and everyone's like, who took these? And I was like, yo, my mom, I have a vision. I showed her what I wanted. I'm like, you are going to stand here. Now, of course, moms always try to get, you know, they always try to get too fancy with it. She starts taking different angles. I'm like, whoa, 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 what you doing? We're going to, we're going to bring it back to where I put you. Remember I put you right here. And I said, this is what I want. We won't need no side angles of this. We need just straight on. She's like, okay, well, I just, I just thought it'd be cute. I'm like, don't get to, don't try to church it up. Just give, just do the, what I'm saying. She's like, okay. But honestly, she fucking crushed it. And it was so funny because everyone was like, who took these? And I was like, my mom, Sharon K understands the fucking assignment always. So, oh, there was like 168 steps. I only know that because I tell you that, like I didn't count them um, to get down to the beach. So James, obviously in heaven, he's like, we've got to keep on neat up, babe. We've got to keep on neat up. And so neat, it's like N-E-A-T. It stands for like, I don't know, like something you do that's not like overloading exercise. I don't fucking know. It basically just means like walking. And so anyways, we took the stairs up and down. There was this like gondola or they called it a um, Vernacular. Wow, I can't remember, believe I remember that. Vernacular. It was like basically this little cart that takes you all the way down to the beach and back up, but it was so slow. We just always took the stairs and oh, those things were intense, especially after a couple of pina coladas on the beach. You're like, whoa, it's also really hot there. Naturally, what I do, I got sunburned because what am I? A motherfucking ginger. And what do I not do? Remember that. And everyone in my life is fucking gorgeously olive skin tone. I mean, my mom's obviously not. She's literally more pale than me but she like she she puts sunscreen on before she leaves the cabin applies it while she's there stays in the shade she doesn't get into the sun stays in the shade and has a hat on so like I kind of forget that she even like gets sun ever because she just never literally never gets on her so I forget that too but anyways yeah I was just boofing around with my freaking tootie paw out just getting sunburned all over and um I think though it's kind of nice because I think I will peel just because I did get pretty burnt and I don't have anything like coming up that's like devastating to that. Remember when Portugal happened and I was like, you're a ginger grow up because I was so sad that I would peel before I got my next spray tan. This is so like, this is my life. But I was like, if I peel, I want my spray tan. I'll come off for Portugal. I've been looking forward to this trip with James and everyone's like, you need a motherfucking chill, dude. Like it's a spray tan and it's appealing from a summer and relax. And I'm like, I can't. Okay. But, uh, if I peel this week, I peel. I'm just chilling in Nashville, just vibing, man. Um, the day I got back, oh, I got back at like 10 p.m. Anna Grace was insane, came and picked me up from the airport. And then we just like had another sleepover. And then I took her to the airport the next day. She's back in Florida, sadly. Um, but I, the very next day that I was here was my walkthrough for my house. So I went so for, I feel like anytime I have like major updates with the house, I'll let you guys know. So I went to do like the frame walkthrough, which is, crazy because you can literally walk all the way through the house up the stairs see everything and I'm so visual it's like very helpful because I'm like oh this is my pantry oh and it's funny because there's a couple decisions I made whenever the process was happening that I just like saw like 3d renderings of like um like what, what would you call it like a uh, blueprints that's what you would call it and um there were a couple decisions I made that once I was walking through the house I was like oh 
And what do you motherfucking know? Taylor had told me to do the opposite. And I was like, no, I really want to do this. Now, granted, a couple of the things I did was to cut cost. And so I was like, it's like random things, like no sp uh, spindles on my like this one tiny staircase. I have like a half staircase. And I was like, oh, let's drywall that instead of spindles to like cut costs. And then you get in there and Taylor's like, and I'm like, oh, so this will be drywall. And they're like, yes, because you opted for no spindles. And Taylor's like looking at me with her arms crossed because obviously Mike and Taylor came to the walkthrough. She's looking at me. And she doesn't say anything. And I go, so spindles would have made the room look bigger, probably, huh? And Taylor looks at me and I'm like, so I shouldn't have gotten drywall, huh? And the lady's like, yeah, it's, well, now it's too late to change anything, right? Like now I'll have to do everything like after closing on my own, like with my own cost. I can't like have these builders do it. And Taylor just like, she doesn't even, actually, I can't even, if you're listening to this, not, not watching, you can't even understand because she didn't even say a word. She just looked at me with this face like, you dumb bitch, I told you. And so when someone can tell you they told you so without even literally verbalizing that, just with the look on their face, that's when you know they really told you so. So there's a couple of things that I'm like, oh, wow, visually, this makes sense now. So the walkthrough is great. They're bricking the side of my house. She's a brick house and I'm painting it white. A lot of people asked, I'm not leaving it red. I'm painting the brick white and putting black shutters. It is going to be so cute. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And actually one of my friends, Kenzie, who I was just on her um, live show. I love you so much. She's great. She's also with Dear Media. She just moved into a house and she just did like a custom closet, which to be fair, she turned a bedroom into a closet, which a lot of people are like, you should do that because I have five bedrooms. But a couple of reasons, I don't think I will do that. One, my closet in my master's pretty big. Would I love an entire bedroom with custom build outs to be a closet? Fuck yeah, that it's fabulous. And hers looks amazing. But I kind of wonder because I don't, I'm not calling this like my forever, forever, forever home, you know, mostly I'm just like not that committal, but um, I'm trying to be good and think about things like resale value. So anyways, I was like, I don't know if someone came into like a neighborhood in Franklin to buy a five bedroom five bath house if they'd really be like oh thank goodness they turned one of these bedrooms into a glamorous closet what the fuck because I would put like build outs that you'd have to like you know physically remove so I can't imagine resale value that'd be great for me personally just because like I said I'm in like a residential neighborhood in Franklin so um yeah I am just opting to make it fabulous on my own and I can't wait they're putting like drywall up the windows are in it's got so much natural light I am just like beside myself so excited a little thing about me in regards to oh I forgot to keep talking about the resort um sorry I have notes here I am we're gonna just pause in the house we're gonna go back to tea kai okay so um mom was taking the fire content no bud light no tequila um I did want to tell this one story but I don't want it to come across like I'm complaining but this is the problem everyone's like Shannon, like me, people pleasers anonymous. So basically we have, James was so sweet and he like surprised my parents and I, I kind of knew about, about it, but he surprised my parents with massages one day. My parents are not the kind of people that get massages, right? Like they just like don't do that for themselves really. And we like, we live like, again, I'm a country mouse. We like live out, like there's not really massage parlors all around, right? Like my mom gets her legs rubbed when she gets a pedicure. That's it. And I, I bet I said to my, to James, I go, I bet my dad hasn't gotten a massage in 20 years, like gone and gotten a massage in 20 years, I guess. And then when we asked them, my dad was like, yeah, it's probably been 15, 18 years since I've had like an actual massage. So anyways, I thought it was really cute that James wanted to do that for them because there was like a spa at the resort and we were staying at the resort for most of the time anyway. So he planned a spa day. They went first they loved it and then James and I went after so we like passed them on the way out they're like oh my god basically falling asleep they all look like lathered in oil I'm like love it cannot wait so um there's this like running joke with James and I because I'm actually not a massage girly pop either like I don't like just like go get them but James loves a massage so he's always like should we get a massage and I'm always like sure so 
every time we've got massages together and this is the part where I'm like I really don't want to be mean and like say this but it's usually not the masseuse's fault but like every time I get something that I'm like that is so weird so the, it first started when we went to the Cotswolds um for his birthday last year in London it's like the London countryside it's a London country mouse thing so but it's like really posh and cute first of all I don't know a single person who isn't obsessed with Topgolf after they've tried it if you haven't been, it's this massive, stunning, cool venue that has so much more than just golf. It's an experience. So I've gone with all my friends. I've taken my parents there. I've gone with my goddaughters. It's legit perfect for anyone. I'm personally not super good at golf, but that's where it's fun because it doesn't matter. I've gone with my friends before that are legit so good at golf, and sometimes I've even beaten them at games we play. They've got these huge light-up targets that you try to hit into a massive fairway, and there's a ton of different games that are associated with them. Another thing I did was I had my friends who were really good at golf help me with my swing and teach me more about golf, and I didn't feel all stuffy and pressured or whatever because I was in such a relaxed atmosphere. They have music pumping, amazing food, and drinks that get delivered right to your bay. Get the pizza, trust me. And personally, my favorite part is that even though it's technically outside, it's covered, and so in the winter, they got heaters that make it cozy, and in the summer, they've got fans to keep you cool. And shout out to my lefties, because another reason that I never really play golf, or I guess I'm kind of intimidated, is because I don't actually have my own set of clubs, and it's rare that someone else is left-handed, and Topgolf hooks it up with the lefty clubs. Actually, everyone gets to choose whichever club they want when they're in there. I just genuinely have such a good time every time I'm there. Also, if there's someone in your life that wants to have fun, but also can't miss a game on TV, we all know the type, then don't worry, they have giant TVs everywhere. I'm telling you, the next time that you don't know what to do with your friends, with your parents, or even with your kids, take them to Topgolf. It will not disappoint. Also, it's fun to try something new. I never thought that I'd be interested in golf, but Topgolf makes you forget that it's a serious sport and you just have fun with it. It's golf. It's not golf. It's Topgolf. Download the app, book a bay, and come play around. So we go to the Cotswolds and we go get these massages. And James comes out and he's like, I, James always loves a deep tissue massage. Like that man wants you just fucking hammering down in his skin. He wants to be like sore the next day. I'm like, can't relate. I want to be relaxed. So I go get my massage and it was great. Like I was like relaxed, but I will say the entire time, like she kind of just like tickled me and not like a, Hey, hey that tickles. But like, she kind of just like ran her fingers lightly against my, um, she never rubbed is what I'm saying. Like she kind of just like rubbed her fingers against my skin, which again, like it wasn't like a bad feeling at all, but it, like, it just, it just like, wasn't a massage. Like I was just like, I just kept felt, I, I felt like she was the entire hour. She was like about to start the massage. You know what I mean? Like the whole hour I actually was explaining it to my dad. He's like, oh, she put too much foreplay in. And I was like, okay, yes, <laughs> sure. But like, that's what it was. It was just like the, the prerequisite to a massage, but that was the whole massage. Then anyways, James looks at the receipt and basically there's this like interesting word that I can't pronounce. And I Google it. He's like, you got this massage. And I was, I Googled it. And it basically means that like she did the, what she was supposed to do. It's a massage where you just like touch lightly. And I'm like, oh my God, I wish I would have known that. And then James is like, I feel so bad. You should have said something. And I'm like, me? I'm going to say you could you imagine me being like um yeah I don't like that can you do something different no she could have done that for three hours and I would be like thank you so I would never say anything if I didn't like something in a massage unless they were like physically hurting me I, I actually when I used to go get my um nails done in New York I would get the they were it was fucking awesome they would um they would it's called debong nail salon d-a space b-o-n-g and they would literally put you in a massage chair while you're getting your nails soaked off I mean how amazing is that and they massage you 
they always massage me so hard and I would never say anything to them. And one time I left and I was like, oh my God, that fucking, like that was so hard. Woke up the next day, dead ass had bruises all over my neck. Like it literally looked like someone had like, uh, like really injured me and hurt me on my, like, and it was like awkward because it was on my neck. So it did look like someone had like done something bad to me. And I was like, oh my God, not to bong nail salon, just absolutely like bruising my neck. Like this is so bad. And it like one part kind of like a hickey. I was like, this is bad news. But what did I do? Thank you. Thank you so much. And so, um, yeah, I'm just not the kind of girl that's ever going to tell someone they're doing a bad job. So we go in for this massage. James, of course, loves his. And it's actually, we're in the same room. So James loves his. Let me tell you about mine. So we did find out, well, this is, we didn't have to find out. We knew because I watched the two masseuse that were in this like very, like they were in their spa uniforms that said like Tikai Spa, whatever. They were in their uniforms. They were clearly masseuses. They were both um, a little bit older. Well, then when we, when James and I got there, when we passed my parents, the masseuses both met us there and then one trailed off and then the really cute, very young receptionist, like checked us in, whatever. And then she's in like normal clothes that are just like a different outfit from the masseuses, right? She's not in like spa attire. So she checks us in, she tells us whatever. And then we walk down and I watch one of the masseuses go off, maybe to like take a break, maybe to go to lunch. I don't know. And the, the receptionist comes in and she's like, um, okay, what did you got? What are you guys getting today? We like talk about it. And then she, and then I realized that the receptionist will be giving me my massage and that the masseuse is giving James, which is honestly for the best. Cause I knew he wanted like a deep tissue. He needed the professional. And I thought maybe she knows, maybe she double dips. Maybe she's a receptionist and a masseuse. Who knows? So she does my massage and I, I'm just going to go ahead and say, I do think she's just a receptionist. I do think confirmed. She's probably most hundred percent, definitely just a receptionist because the massage felt like when you ask your friend to give you a massage and she doesn't want to, but she's like, sure. And then she just like, kind of like, like she just kind of like does this and then kind of forgets to touch you for a bit. And then you're like, Hey, can you, can you give me, can you do my shoulders? And then she's like, Oh yeah. And then, so, um, something in particular, I'm going to name a couple of things she did that I just found interesting for massages. One, she spent a long time trying to pop my toes. Um, trying to physically pop, like pop the air out of my, the, the sockets of my toes, which I don't actually, at first I did not think like, Whoa, why is she trying to pop my toes? Cause she was like rubbing my feet and then like, you know, went to go pop my toes. Here's the weird thing about me. My toes don't pop. Like maybe they do, but like, I've never been able to pop my toes. I don't pop my fingers and toes really. So anyways, no, they're not popping. She's not giving up. She's not, she's like, we're going to pop these toes. She spins. I'd say three minutes on my big toe and, and she's covered in oil. So she kept trying to grip it differently. Cause she, in her head, I'm assuming she was thinking like, Oh, I just can't get a good grip on it to pop it. So keep in mind, I am not relaxed while she is from different angles, multiple times trying to pop my big toe. Like I didn't go to the chiropractor. Like I'm at a resort in St. Lucia for a massage. Like it's okay, girl bypass the toes. Like, let's just, let's keep it moving. Let's move on. Keep it trucking. Let's leave the toes alone. Then God bless her heart. She bless her cotton socks. She gets to my hands. She does the same thing. My, my fingers don't pop. That's a lie. They pop, but not in the traditional way where you pull them out. My fingers pop when you push them to the side, which how could she know that? And I wasn't going to pop my head up in the room with James, get a deep tissue and be like, by the way, if you're trying to pop my fingers, they actually pop like this to the side. So I'm just like letting her pull all. It's literally like she's pulling every single one of my fingers. And once again, they're not popping. And once again, she's not giving up. So I just like, this is so peculiar. Another thing she did that I thought was a little odd was she, um, 
so like she's doing my my favorite part was when she did my head and my like face and and hair and head whatever like I love that but there's one part where she was like pretty close to she was like doing my temples or something and then I felt her finger go into my eye and I was like this is weird and then it like rubbed my eye again and I was like what and then it like wiped off it like wiped down lower and then she like used her nails and picked something off and I was like oh did she just wipe a eye booger out of my eye? I was like, this is, this can't be a part of the method. Like this can't possibly be what you're supposed to have in a massage. The, the massage was labeled relaxation massage. I was, I was not in any sort of pain or distress, but I'm not saying I, I'm not, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't about to fall asleep or anything. Like I really was like, what is she going to do next? And again, none of it was harmful, but I was just like, she's, this girl's keeping me on my toes. She's keeping me on my unpopped toes. And then she spent a lot of time on my ears. That, that felt kind of sexual. I'm not going to lie. I, she, she really honed in on the ear lobes, the ear, like inside the ears. Like it was just a peculiar feeling that I've never had in a massage before. Um, I, I, you know, I consulted my constituents. I asked how their massages were. They had no eye booger, toe pop play, or ear play. They had none of that. So I think, I think my, I think the receptionist, maybe she's just getting her feet wet um, in the masseuse category. And maybe she's just, you know, this is the route she's taking and to each their own. Um, but it just added to the ever um, growing list of just odd massages that I tend to get. Again, I just think the universe does this shit for me for content. They're like, yeah, this will be funny to talk about on the podcast. Let's give her a fucking weird massage. But what did I do when she was done? I literally looked at her and said, that was amazing and then tipped her $20 <laughs> I was like wow thank you so much and then after I told James everything he goes why'd you tell her it was amazing and tip her $20 I go because she wasn't rude she wasn't lazy she wasn't mean of course I'm gonna tip her for her services like you know she really wants to be masseuse he's like I'm pretty sure she's the receptionist I was like me too but she's gotta eat you know we gotta take care of our girls so uh yeah anyways that was my experience we'll go back to I'll go back to the house now but I just I really had to share that with you guys I can only imagine I think actually so this April one of the things we're doing is going back to the Cotswolds because it's James brother's birthday will and so his family's going they're so gracious and invited me to go with them and I we're staying at a place that I I feel like there might be a day where we get massages and I'm like, so curious. I'm like, what's going to happen to me next? Will I actually just get a fucking normal massage? I don't know. If, do you guys have weird massage stories? Will you actually please DM probably a podcast and tell me your weird massage stories? Because I am curious. I bet some whack shit has gone down. One thing about me, I am absolutely not trying to go to the grocery store. Mostly because like, why is it that you feel like you always run into everyone that you don't want to see when you're at the grocery store? You know what I mean? Like, hello, my ex-boyfriend and three different girls who hate me. Okay, but honestly, besides that point, it is just not convenient. I am totally team have your groceries delivered, especially because it cuts out all the unnecessary purchases that I tend to make when I'm scrolling aimlessly down the aisles. Also, grocery shopping hungry, all that is just, it's dicey. So my favorite thing to use is Thrive Market. I've been using them for years now, and it's my favorite because it also ensures that I'm ordering healthy groceries. I'm also a huge snacker, so like if I'm going to be snacking, I want to be snacking healthy. There really are so many healthy alternatives to food that I've discovered while using Thrive's grocery subscription service. Some of my favorite brands they have are Amy's, their mac and cheese can do no wrong, Four Sigmatic, Primal Kitchen, The Honest Kitchen, and tons more. They also have way more than just food, by the way. They've got bath, body, beauty, all of it, delivered right to your door and with some serious savings. 
Now, me personally, I'm like a real visual kind of gal. So when I'm on Thrive Market's website, I love that they show you the amount you're saving on your groceries right there on the website. They even tell you the percentage off that it is. You really do get such better prices with Thrive than you would at any normal grocery store. My last order had a total savings summary of 34%. Like that's so much money off. They've also got a price match guarantee, which I love. You can curate your shopping experience too to your dietary preferences as well. So that saves so much time. If you only wanna see like gluten-free options, keto-friendly, non-toxic cleaning supplies, et cetera, boom. Just click of a button, enter that in, and it'll tailor the website pages to show you just that. My favorite, favorite thing about Thrive Market though is knowing that when you join, you are helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. You join and they give someone who needs help the groceries to feed their families. I truly love when I see big businesses giving back like that. So Thrive Market, amazing, amazing thing you're doing. I also have a discount code for you guys, of course. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash probably for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash probably. Thrivemarket.com slash probably. One time, Taylor got a massage, and the she was pregnant, and it was a matern uh, maternity massage. Wait, how, what do you what are the, what are those called? Uh, pre prenatal massages. It was a prenatal massage, and um, she, which those are like very specific, whatever. And she loved them. Actually, all my friends that have ever been pregnant love a prenatal massage. I can't imagine that you probably would if you were pregnant. And so, anyways, she said that the guy afterwards, like, at, and she said she did like end up telling the receptionist because it was, it was just a little odd. She said that the. The guy doing her massage afterwards um, basically told her all these things that her baby told him during the massage, like that her unborn baby inside of her was telling him like like he was like, I guess in a way says he like, you know, can speak to like different, you know, like I don't even know how to explain this. He was a very spiritual man and he basically was like, I wanted to tell you some things that your unborn child told me while I was massaging you. And she's like, I would not like you to tell me that <laughs> I would like to pay and get the fuck out of here. Cause that is just a pretty peculiar thing to say. I don't know. Also, I think just like coming from a man, I would just be like, ah, like don't, don't, don't tell me anything. What? This is so weird. Like if a, if a nice old lady was like, this is going to sound crazy, but you know, I speak to children inside the womb. I might be like, what'd she say? But I don't know how to explain that when she said it was a dude, I was like, I don't told you that. What? Tell him to get out of here. She's like, I know it was weird. I told on him. They said that was also weird. You shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, yeah, what would I have done? I would have said, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Here's a gracious tip. That's what I would have done. But uh, yeah, massage stories. If y'all have fucking weird ones, please tell me. Because I just remember that one about Taylor. And that is fucking weird. So um, what the fuck, dude? Like literally, what the fuck? Okay, so that going back to the house. Um, yeah, it's, it's well on its way. So here's what... I kind of fucked up though. So this house that I'm in now, right? Like, aren't you guys going to miss this microwave behind my head? Um, this house, I obviously rent. The landlords are, um, they're, they're two women that are in their seventies. They're a bit ornery. Okay. I'm going to use the word ornery and I'm going to mean it. They're, they're a bit ornery. They actually like, there's so many things that they've done that they're like, not, like overall, like you know, they're nice landlords, but like certain things, like I remember they like, I, w I was like, Hey, I think I wanted them to like spray for pests or something. They're like, no. And I was like, Oh, 
Okay. Kind of thought that's what y'all had to do, but I remember I called my mom and she was like, they don't technically have to. You know what they love? They love the technicalities. They love that they like wouldn't have to do something technically, you know? So then when I moved in actually in the garage, cause I have a garage, they had a lot of their stuff in there. And it was like random stuff. It was like doors off their hinges. It was like, it was like a bunch of stuff. It was like stacks and stacks of like unused um, bathroom tiles and stuff. So I obviously call and I'm like, Hey, so I just moved in. You guys take me. Of course. I'm like, thank you. Here's a tip. I'm like, people, please anonymous. I'm like, you guys take your time. No rush at all. Um, if at your convenience and your leisure, you guys could just take this stuff out of the garage just cause I'm parking my car in here. D don't want like a door to fall on my car. Um, slash like it's my fucking garage. I rent this place for very high price in fucking 12 South Nashville. Like I really genuinely, you know, the garage should be empty upon arrival. Of course I said it in like the most nice kind way ever. They, they basically just like, were like, Oh, so no, we're going to have to go ahead and keep that there. We don't have anywhere else to put it. And I was like, my, my dad was actually, cause my dad and mom, like they've like rented houses and stuff in the past. My dad was like livid. He was like, they can't do that. And I was like, right. And he's like, you tell him. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm also not the girl that's going to have her dad call. I'm going to grow ass woman. I'm not going to be like, you call him dad. But I will say they're pretty lucky that just one single occupant lives in this house with no pets, no animals, no, you know, anyone, no roommates. No, I don't even have a damn husband. You know, I live here by myself. Like it's a, and I pay my rent every month on time. So it's just like one of those things where I'm like, y'all should be really nice to me, but it's okay. So, um, yeah, I, I was like, you know, I wanted to say back like this isn't a beach closet with like an owner's closet where you like can lock a closet up and keep all your stuff in it. This is someone's home for a year that they're renting. Like you have to take your shit out, but I'll tell you what's in my garage right now. Stacks of unused bathroom tile, couple doors off the hinges and anything else they wanted to leave. So that's the case with that. And then, um, there's a couple things like whatever. They're just like tiny little things that you can just, I'll just like say they're just a, they're a bit ornery. And, um, the realtor that actually I used, she was straight up like, they're not the easiest people to work for. I'm sorry. Like she's a, she is so nice. So it's like, I've had a, you know, a nice little middleman during the whole situation. But when it came down to my house, I was like, I am so lucky. They offer this option. That's like month to month. How lucky am I now? Here's what happens. The rent goes up a little bit. If you want to go month to month, I totally understand that. And that makes sense, right? Like if you're not going to sign a year's lease with them, your rent's going to go up by a couple hundred dollars or a hundred dollars. I think it was 150 because you know, you're now putting them in a position where you're, they have to find a year's renter on short notice because you're renting month to month. I understand the concept and I'm okay with it. So I say yes to that. And I'm so elated because I'm like, perfect. Um, like Taylor and Mike, there's a bit more complicated, right? They have to sell their house at the exact right moment slash put all these clauses in that when they move out to move into their new house, they're building the, the new owners. It's like a whole mess. I'm like, how lucky am I that I can just do month to month renting? So, um, everything's right as rain, perfect as a peach. And then I get a call that's basically like, so they've changed their, also there's the, the realtor is like so Southern again, the realtor is the nice guy in the story. And she's like, so well, they've changed their minds indefinitely. And I was like, well, they can't really do that. And then I'm thinking to myself, yeah, the fuck they can. It's their fucking house. They can actually technically, they love the technicalities. They can technically do whatever they want, but I'm like holding firm. I'm like, I'm so impressed with myself. I'm like, well, I have in writing that I am doing month to month. And she's like, right, well, yeah, they've changed their mind. And I'm like, well, they can't because I have it in writing. She's like, mm-hmm, well, they've said you got to be out by June. Now, I really wanted the place till July because I'm closing in July. And I was like, are you serious? I go back and forth. Basically, like, essentially, unless I take the these 
two ornery old women to court, which I'm not going to do. Like, they can just say, like, sorry, we changed our minds. Like, it's in writing. We don't care. We changed our minds. So I'm just like, fuck. I'm like, okay. So now I have to figure out where am I going to put all my belongings from a th three-bedroom home with podcast. You know, there's a lot of shit in here, okay? And an office and whatever. All my stuff plus all my New York apartment stuff is in my garage right now. And, and an unused jet ski. Does anyone want to buy a jet ski? I really need to sell that thing. Listen, it is very obvious that on this podcast, we are all in the trust tree, okay? It is a very safe, non-judgy place here. So it'll come as no surprise that I'm about to give y'all the low down on some sex toys. I personally get most of my fun little adult items from adamandeve.com. And honestly, I'm a bit of a connoisseur myself. I legit feel like I've tried them all. I give them as gifts to my friends that I know are a little too scared to buy them for themselves. And I can tell you right now, I have a 100% success rate on being the best gift giver ever. It really doesn't have to be a thing, by the way. Like we all know that everyone's using them or wishes they were. But let's just say that you can't shake the feeling of walking into a place with actual clerks to shop for one. See, now that I actually understand. I would just so much rather go online and spend however long I want perusing the website to find out exactly what I want. So that's where Adam and Eve comes in. Plus, they send all of their items in discreet packaging so your annoying little nosy neighbors or anyone else in your house won't have a clue what you got. Unless, of course, you're getting something to use with someone in your house, in which case, good for you, baby. But if not, your naughty little secret is safe and sound. Also, I've been saying naughty so much now that I date a British guy. It really just like rolls off the tongue, you know? So there are plenty of reasons that Adam and Eve is the best place to shop for all things sexy. They also have everything, like way more than just sex toys. They've got lingerie. They've got things for solo play, couple play, sexual wellness, all of it. And they've been tried, trusted, and true for over 50 years. So they've been around the block, honey. They've got 24-7 customer service, and they give 20% of their profits to fight the spread of HIV around the world, which I think is amazing. I love when these big companies are doing their part and actually giving back. And you already know that I got a fire discount code for you guys. Head to adamandeve.com and use code PROBABLY for 50% off one item plus free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. Some exclusions may apply. That's code P-R-O-B-A-B-L-Y for 50% off one item plus free shipping on adamandeve.com. So um, anyways, they they basically said like, yeah, you need to be out by June and I have to like figure out where I'm going to put my stuff in a storage unit, which is so expensive to do. And like, you just like don't want to move all your stuff, put it in a truck, unload it into a storage unit, put all that stuff back into a storage unit when you're ready to move into your new, it's just like too much, right? And we know my experience with the pods, but here's what happened. I got a little too excited and I called the realtor back and she's obviously being so apologetic and it's not her fault. And I'm like being very stern and I keep being like, and I know this isn't your fault. So please don't take my tone with any direction to you, but I'm very frustrated. And she was like, I know you are. I know you are. And, um, um, and she's like, but you know, they said, absolutely. You've got to be out in June. And I was like, I'll do you one better. I'll be out in May. And she was like, okay. And I was like, okay, click. And then I was like, why the fuck did I do that? Why did I do that? Why did I do that? I was like, oh no, oh no, I've made a grave mistake. I call my mom and I'm like, so I have to be out by May. She's like, May, why May? I was like, cause, cause I said I'd do them one better. She was like, what? And I was like, I gotta stop negotiating. I'm really bad at it. So um, I'm good at negotiating for weed on the beach though. But yeah, I basically have to be out by May. I could, I could call back and grovel 
and say like, oh, oh, I missed the most important part of this and I'll wrap it up here. I, um, they not only do they change their mind. This is the part where I feel like you guys are listening are going to be like, you should take them to court over this. Like, but I'm like, I'm just not going to. So they not only told me like we changed our mind. You have to be out before July. You're also my they they raised my rent by six hundred dollars instead of the original one hundred that's in writing. It, it was 150. Sorry. The original 150 that's in writing. They raised it by six hundred dollars a month starting in March. So that's two. Wait, March. April, May. That's three extra months that I have to pay $600 more a month for rent. So like, that's a fucking lot of money. But like, I literally like my hands were tied. Like, I, I know you guys are going to be like, take them to small claims court, but I'm just like, I, I'm just not going to, I'm just really not going to. Then there's also like this tiny part of me that I'm like, there's someone's grandmas. Like, yes, they're honoring. Yes. They're being assholes to me, but like there's someone's grandmas. So whatever. Anyways, I'm just not going to deal with it much like everything else in my life. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I'm just, I call James. I'm like, Hey, quick question so the month of June he's like right I'm like can I live with you he's like I mean yeah sure why I'm like he's like well yeah are you gonna come here like he's like because you know we obviously don't live in the same country so we have to plan our travel he's like do you want to come here in June of course and I was like well and I told him a thing he's like oh my gosh Shannon not that I'll do you one better I was like yes like you got him got him with I'll do you one better and so um yeah basically I'm gonna be in June but see James he Airbnbs his apartment sometimes when he travels and he got all rent happy, Airbnb happy. He rented his whole place out for the whole month of June, right? I'm like, because because basically everyone travels to London in June. He's like, I was able to raise my prices so high and make so much money. I'm like, amazing. But I'm like, wait, we both don't have anywhere to live in June. And of course, his parents are so sweet. They're like, stay with us. And of course, my parents would be like, stay with us. But James is like, we'll just travel somewhere. We'll just like go to another country during june so producer courtney's looking at me like when the fuck are we gonna record the podcast girl and i'm like don't worry girl i'll figure it out um but a lot of travel coming up in the um summer and i just simply don't know where yet because i did them one better and i have to be out of this house in may um so i think i have decided just to get a pod i'm gonna give them hell though and make sure they don't screw me over but um get a pod that way like my stuff is only loaded into something one time, one vessel one time, and then the pod will come to my new house and then we'll unload the pod one time. You know what I mean? So it's less like pack, unload, unload, pack, move this storage unit, this like that just seems crazy. So hopefully that all works out. You guys see a big old moving prayer for me. I have moved eight times since I've lived in Nashville and I have lived in Nashville eight years. I have moved every fucking year that I've lived here. I am so ready to stop moving i am so excited to literally just have a house that i own in nashville that i stay in for years okay that's all i have to say about that um what do i have coming up on the time that we have off and then i'll wrap this up i am going to london i am going to this horse race called the entry races which i'm super fucking excited for because apparently it's like the kentucky derby on crack and it's like the most cool like well-known race in the world for horse racing and i'm gonna bet and i'm gonna win so much money and i'm gonna be so rich that i am going to laugh at all the sorry people below me can't wait um and basically that is like a full weekend with all of his friends, which is going to be really exciting. And then we're going to go with one of his friends, Angus, who I did to in front of and blame dog shit that I stepped in. Um, we're going to go. His family has a house in Cornwall, which I think it's like Corn Cornwall, 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 Cornwall. I don't fucking know. Um, anyways, I think they all laugh at how Americans say it. They say we say it like Cornwall and it's Cornwall, Cornwall. Um, so we're going to go there, which is apparently like the north on the water. But I think it'll be cold because it's April, but I don't know. I know it'll be beautiful. And then, of course, like I said, we have the um, getaway trip for his brother's birthday in the Cotswolds. Um, his brother's single, by the way, you guys. If you guys want to get in on the Middleton, Middleton fam, 
his brother's single. Just a little, a little always plug for the fam, you know. Um, and he's great. He's a wonderful guy. And I'm excited to celebrate his birthday. And again, excited they asked me to go with them. It'll be really fun. Um, the countryside, like I said, I went with James for his birthday last year. And the Cotswolds is just like beautiful. You feel like you're in a Taylor Swift song. Speaking of Taylor Swift, I also am going to her concert. I think, producer Courtney, we have May off, right? A lot of, not May off, sorry. We have like a couple days in the beginning of May before the podcast comes back. And coincidentally, Taylor Swift plays a Nashville show. And I've got a lot of amazing people coming into town for the show that I have held hostage and said, you absolutely have to be on my podcast. So we're going to start the new season up resite with some fire guests that I cannot wait for. And then I'm also going to um, Stagecoach, which will be really fun. I'm going with the Osheries, with Claudia and Margot and their friend Emily. And oh my God, Kyle. I got You guys always ask for Kyle to be on the podcast. We got to get Kyle on an episode. He would be hilarious. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of fun things planned for the the month off and producer Courtney I hope you absolutely fuck it up fam and have some fun on your time off too we love you I will see you guys in four teeny tiny little weeks love you love you love you Mwah.